It's Monday, December 6th, 1971. Jack Nicklaus got his final round at the Walt Disney World Golf Classic off to a fast start with a birdie on the first hole that extended his lead to two strokes. He started the day, a Monday finish due to weather delay, one stroke in front of Dean Beeman. After almost a decade of playing the PGA Tour, Nicholas was looking for his first victory in the state of Florida. The Walt Disney World Golf Classic was the penultimate event on the 1971 schedule and the top spot on the leading money list was up for grabs. Nicholas was disgusted with a bogey on the fourth hole in that final round. That was just like giving two strokes to the field, Nicholas told reporters after his round. He then watched as his approach shot on the next hole flew into a bunker. Was he about to give his lead and possibly the money title away? Let's backspin to see how we got here. Welcome to the Tour Backspin Show where we talk history of the PGA Tour. I'm your host Larry Bosch. Our sweet spot is the 1960s and the 1970s, but you never know exactly where we'll land. If you're into this kind of thing, check out our free weekly newsletter, Tour Backspin, available on Substack or at tourbackspin.com. Okay, we're on the tee. Let's get going. Coming into the Disney World Golf Classic, Lee Trevino had already set a record for prize money collected with $229,777, leading Nicholas by about $15,000. Arnold Palmer was also in contention to nab the top spot, just $29,000 behind Trevino. All three players indicated that they wouldn't be playing in the final event of the year, the Bahama Islands Open. Trevino was tired at the end of a year that saw him win the U.S. Open, Open Championship, and Canadian Open. He would be named Sportsman of the Year by Sports Illustrated in the week after the Disney event. But the tank was empty. This would be his 32nd event of the year. I'm tired and I want to go home and get ready for next year, Trevino told reporters. Palmer had similar feelings as he said, I've played enough this year. Nicholas also saw no need to play in the Bahamas, saying, if I don't win here, I don't deserve to be the leading money winner. Nicholas opened the first round with a 67, trailing Terry Dill, the leader, by two strokes. Palmer shot a 71, and Lee Trevino carded a 70. The second round was postponed due to heavy thunderstorms and was played on Saturday. Nicholas shot a 4 under par 68, but was not happy with how he was striking the ball. It was kind of a sloppy round, Nicholas complained after finishing early in the day. I really didn't give myself much of a chance. I was 25 to 30 feet from the hole all day. I can't expect to keep hitting my irons like that and keep scoring well. Nicholas scored well enough, and Dill backtracked shooting a 70 for the two to share the lead. Palmer shot a blistering 66, matching the best round of the day, and sat two shots off the lead. His round could have been even better, but he missed two four-foot putts on the last two holes. Trevino limped home with a 73, well down the leaderboard. In Sunday's third round, under a dismal drizzle, Nicholas sloshed his way to a 70. Despite holding a one-stroke lead over Burt Yancey, who also shot a 70, Nicholas was still not pleased with his game. It was terrible, Nicholas said. I couldn't believe my wedge play. It was awful, absolutely terrible. Nicholas's good friend Dean Beeman shot a blistering 65 and moved into a tie for third place with Lanny Watkins, who shot a 69. Palmer kept his hopes for a victory and the money title alive with a 70 and sat three strokes behind Nicholas. Palmer led the tournament at one point during the third round. Trevino added a 70 and sat well down the leaderboard at 213, eight shots behind the Golden Bear. Nicholas started fast in Monday's final round with a birdie on the first hole, 
only to bogey the fourth hole as depicted in this week's opening. Then he watched his approach fly into the bunker on the fifth hole. He gathered himself and managed to save par from the bunker with a putt that he viewed as important to his round. That was a real key putt, he said after the round. If I'd made bogey there, well, it could have been tough. Making that putt for par kind of turned me around. He then birdied the eighth hole from 20 feet, added a two-putt birdie at the 10th, and began to pull away. He hit a fine approach shot to three feet at the 11th and put the tournament out of reach with a birdie two at the 15th hole. Nicholas finished with a 68 for a 273 total. Beeman finished second, three strokes behind Nicholas, shooting a final round 69. Palmer finished with a 70, five strokes behind Nicholas. Trevino finished well down the leaderboard, just glad that the year was over and looked forward to some time off. The victory was a fifth title for Nicholas for the year, and this was the fourth time in his career that he won the money title. It was also the first time he had won in the state of Florida. Here's a bonus fact for our story this week. The penultimate event of the 1971 PGA Tour was a Mickey Mouse affair, literally, but in a good way. Mickey Mouse presented the winner's trophy to Jack Nicklaus while Goofy, holding a golf club, looked on. Tee markers were in the shape of the iconic Mouseketeers hat and volunteers were sporting the hats as well. The Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World opened in 1971 and a PGA Tour event would provide just the right promotional effort to the new theme park. Players were all in on a week-long stay at the new resort. Jack and Barbara Nicklaus, along with their five children, made the most of their time during the week of the tournament. We took them into the Magic Kingdom every night and we did the things that parents do with kids and we enjoyed it. It was great fun, Nicholas recalled. For the players and their families on the PGA Tour, the most magical place on earth became the happiest place on turf. The $30,000 first prize check, among the largest on the tour, also contributed to the happy feelings at the Magic Kingdom. The Tour Backspin Show is written and produced by Larry Bosch. Sign up for the Tour Backspin email newsletter at substack.com or tourbackspin.com. Subscribe to the Tour Backspin Show on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts or at substack.com. <laughs>